Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane. We're going to wrap up this first edition of Cinderella Stories from Around the World with a tale from Germany that was recorded by the Brothers Grimm, the peasant's clever daughter. There was once a poor peasant who had no land, but only a small house and one daughter. Then said the daughter, We ought to ask our lord the king for a bit of newly cleared land. When the king heard of their poverty, he presented them with a piece of land, which she and her father dug up, and intended to sow with a little corn and grain of that kind. When they had dug nearly the whole of the field, they found in the earth a mortar made of pure gold. Listen, said the father to the girl. As our lord the king has been so gracious and presented us with the field, we ought to give him this mortar in return for it. The daughter, however, would not consent to this, and said, Father, if we have the mortal without having the pestle as well, we shall have to get the pestle, so you had much better say nothing about it. However, he would not obey her, but took the mortar and carried it to the king. said that he had found it in the cleared land and asked if he would accept it as a present. The king took the mortar and asked if he had found nothing besides that. No, answered the countryman. Then the king said that he must now bring him the pestle. The peasant said that they had not found that, but he might just as well have spoken to the wind. He was put in prison and was to stay there until he produced the pestle. The servants had daily to carry him bread and water, which is what people get in prison. And they heard how the man cried out continually, Ah, if I had but listened to my daughter! Alas, alas, if I had but listened to my daughter! And would neither eat nor drink. So he commanded the servants to bring the prisoner before him. And then the king asked the peasant why he was always crying, Ah, if I had but listened to my daughter, and what it was that his daughter had said. She told me that I ought not take the mortar to you, for I should have to produce the pestle as well. If you have a daughter who is as wise as that, let her come here. She was therefore obliged to appear before the king, who asked her if she was really so wise, and said he would set her a riddle, and if she could guess that, he would marry her. She at once said yes, she would guess it. Then the king said, Come to me not clothed, not naked, not riding, not walking, not in the road, and not out of the road, and if you can do that, I will marry you. So she went away, put off everything she had on, and then she was not clothed, and took a great fishing net and seated herself in it and wrapped it entirely around and around her so that she was not naked. And she hired an ass and tied the fisherman's net to its tail, so that it was forced to drag her along, and that was neither riding nor walking. The ass had also to drag her in the ruts, so that she only touched the ground with her great toe, and that was neither being in the road nor out of the road. And when she arrived in that fashion, the king said she had guessed the riddle and fulfilled all the conditions. Then he ordered her father to be released from prison, took her as wife, and gave into her care all the royal possessions. 
Now, when some years had passed, the king was once drawing up his troops on parade, when it happened that some peasants who had been selling wood stopped with their wagon before the palace. Some of them had oxen yoked to them and some horses. There was one peasant who had three horses, one of which delivered a young foal, and it ran away and lay down between two oxen, which were in front of the wagon. When the peasants came together, they began to dispute, to beat each other, and to make a disturbance. And the peasant with the oxen wanted to keep the foal, and said one of the oxen had given birth to it, and the other said his horse had had it, and that it was his. The quarrel came before the king, and he gave the verdict that the foal should stay where it had been found. And so the peasant with the oxen, to whom it did not belong, got it. Then the other went away and wept and lamented over his foal. Now he had heard how gracious his lady the queen was, because she herself had sprung from poor peasant folks. So he went to her and begged her to see if she could not help him get his foal back again. Said she, Yes, I will tell you what to do, if you will promise me not to betray me. Early tomorrow morning, when the king parades the guard, you place yourself there in the middle of the road by which he must pass. Take a great fishing net and pretend to be fishing. Go on fishing too and empty out the nets as if you got it full. And then she told him also what he was to say if he was questioned by the king. The next day, therefore, the peasant stood there and fished on dry ground. When the king passed by and saw him, he sent his messenger to ask what the stupid man was about. He answered, I am fishing. The messenger asked how he could fish when there was no water there. The peasant said, It is as easy for me to fish on dry land as it is for an ox to have a foal. The messenger went back and took the answer to the king, who ordered the peasant to be brought to him and told him this was not his own idea, and he wanted to know whose it was. The peasant must confess this at once. The peasant, however, would not do so, and said always, God forbid he should. The idea was his own. They laid him, however, on a heap of straw and beat him and tormented him so long that at last he admitted that he had gotten the idea from the queen. When the king reached home again, he said to his wife, Why have you behaved so falsely to me? I will not have you any longer for a wife. Your time is up. Go back to the place from where you came, to your peasant's hut. One favor, however, he granted her. She might take with her the one thing that was dearest and best in her eyes, and thus she was dismissed. She said, Yes, my dear husband, if you command this, I will do it. And she embraced him and kissed him, and said she would take leave of him. Then she ordered a powerful sleeping potion to be brought, to drink farewell to him. The king took a long drink, but she took only a little. He soon fell into a deep sleep, and when she perceived that, she called a servant and took a fair white linen cloth and wrapped the king in it. And the servant was forced to carry him into a carriage that stood before the door. And she drove with him to her own little house. She laid him in her own little bed, and he slept one day and one night without waking. When he awoke and looked around and said, Good God, where am I? He called his attendants, but none of them were there. At length his wife came to his bedside and said, My dear lord and king, you told me I might bring away with me from the palace that which was dearest and most precious in my eyes. 
I have nothing more precious and dear than yourself, so I have brought you with me. Tears rose to the king's eyes, and he said, Dear wife, you shall be mine, and I will be yours. And he took her back with him to the royal palace, and was married again to her. And at the present time, they are very likely still living. That is the end of The Peasant's Clever Daughter, or, as it was in this version, The Peasant's Wise Daughter. I hope you guys have enjoyed this story and our first round of Cinderella stories from around the world. Next week, we will be starting a new series where I will be reading to you all from Rudyard Kipling's Just So Stories. So I hope you'll come back and enjoy those as well. Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane is produced solely through the support of my patrons on Patreon. To become a patron for as little as $1 a month, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash Celosia Crane. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram at Celosia Crane underscore author. Link is in the show notes.